Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Like a Girl. I'm your host, Marina Pietri. And hello. Hi, I'm back. It's been a little bit. It's been about three weeks. I think the last time I uploaded was my episode with Jenny. Um, So go ahead and check that out if you haven't yet. But honestly, I just didn't have much to talk about. Like, I just didn't have many ideas and topics to do an episode on. So I kind of just didn't record up like until something came to mind right I don't want ever I don't want this to be forced or for it to be redundant of me saying the same things over and over I want to provide good content and good um ideas perspectives on this podcast and I just kind of went blank for a little bit um and kind of got into the thick of it in prep so Part of that was, yeah, I had some brain fog too. I've been having some brain fog, obviously, as things are getting lower. Um, my food is getting lower. On top of just not having ideas, I just didn't have the mental capacity and energy to come up with ideas for episodes. But here I am. Nonetheless, I am back and I don't have anything specific I want to talk about, but just kind of want to update on my life, where I'm at, and how things have been going because you know, when I ramble, I always end up at something good and (laughs) I get some good feedback. So a few things first, I did get some feedback on my episode on, I don't, I don't know which episode it was. I think it was the episode before the one with Jenny, where I talked about competitors, um, amateur competitors coming on the amateur stage, local shows, regional shows, not in shape, and doing it for fun. I actually did have someone reach out to me, just one person. It was Fran, my fellow Boricua. She she basically gave me her POV, her point of view, her perspective that really opened my eyes to, like, the other side of it, where she was basically like, why do you care if, you know, someone who's doing this for fun, is coming on stage and competing and is out of shape, comes in out of shape, whatever. Why do you care since really where you do care is on the national stage? Because, and she basically was like you and I, because she takes obviously the sport very seriously. She's um, a fellow competitor. She's, she does wellness. She's really, really cool. Actually, I want to pull up her IG and I'm going to give her a little plug here and I'll actually link her, link her Instagram in the description. It is feved.wellness, so F-E-V-E-D dot wellness. But she basically was like, since you and I take this seriously, like where we should put our energy and our, you know, our care is on the national stage, right? So it's like the the amateur stage, the local shows, that those national qual- qualifiers are just a step you have to take to get to where we want to be, which is the national stage, to really compete against girls that are in shape and are doing it for also the reasons that we are because we take it seriously and um, we don't do this for fun essentially. So that was a really good perspective and I was like, you know what? You're right. I was like, I never thought of it that way where like thinking about the amateur stage, local shows, regional shows as just a stepping stone essentially. Like who cares? Like we have to do it to get nationally qualified and then where we really care about is the national stage, which honestly is how we do approach our preps anyways, right? Like at least for this prep right now, all, it's not that we're putting all of my eggs, our eggs, in the national stage basket. It's more so we want to hold off on bringing our absolute best to the local shows and to a national qualifier and really, really save the best for the national shows um, or national stage, right? 
so that was just an interesting POV. And honestly, I love hearing feedback um, and other perspectives. So I really would like more of you guys to, you know, message me on Instagram. Give me your thoughts. Give me your point of views. Unless you guys have literally the exact same point of views and thoughts as I do, then that's no fun. But I really did appreciate Fran for reaching out and being like, honestly, like if you just think about it that way, it's like, who like who cares since like all we care about is the national stage like who cares if someone shows up like shit at a local show like they're not going to end up on the national stage anyways um but honestly on the other side of that I'm gonna again rebuttal that and be like there are still some girls that come to the national stage um not in shape but thankfully it's few and far between because yeah whatever anyways that's nor here nor, nor there that was like I don't know, an episode that was literally a month ago, and now I'm just, like, bringing that up now. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I did want to touch on something something that happened. I don't want to say it. It sounds so dramatic. That's something that happened. No, but I, I hosted another posing clinic at Kingdom Gym in Morganville. If you follow me on Instagram, you kind of saw me posting about it, and my goal for that posing clinic was to um, focus on comparisons and, you know, lining the girls up and moving them around because truly it's so hard to practice that and, like, replicate that unless you're actually on stage. So, like, my goal for that posing clinic was to, you know, get get a bunch of girls, have enough girls where we can move move each other around and practice comparisons. So, like, number four, number eight switch and, like, ladies face front, ladies face the curtain, ladies was walk to the back, walk forward, um, number eight and number 12 switch, you know. Things like that where, because truly the majority of the time that we spend on stage is doing comparisons. We only get, what, 20, 25 seconds in our individual routine. And then the other maybe total five minutes we're on stage is around other girls and being compared and moved around. And that's really hard to practice if you're not around other girls and if you don't have someone, you know, calling calling those things out. So like the switching and the back and forth and whatever. Um, so that was kind of my goal. So what I did was I reached out to all of the girls that I have posed with, kind of made a little group chat, and I was like, hey, guys, I want to do this. Text me separately on which dates work, which weekends work, and um, and I'll do something where then at least I know that you guys can come and we can get the most out of it because the most girls, the, mo- the, mo- the more girls we have, the more we can all get out of it, right? Um, and... I did that. We did that, whatever. I picked a date and I had, I want to say, for the first week after I posted it and everything, I had about 10 girls on the list. Um, Some girls, mostly, were all the girls that I coached for posing and I was really, really excited. I was like, oh my god, 10 girls. Like, because last time I did a posing clinic, I think, so I didn't reach out to anyone prior. I just kind of posted on Instagram and just kind of crossed my my fingers and hoped that people would show up. Um, And turns out I think we had about three girls which is like fine it was my first posing clinic it was so fun and I was able to focus on each girl individually so it was it was really really great um so then this time around I I was like let me let me make sure I get a head count before because especially since I want to do comparisons like the more girls the better right so like about a week after I posted I think I had a total of like 10 girls on the list um and I felt great. I was like, you know what? This is going to be so good. I prepared myself. I kind of had um, an outline of like how I wanted to approach it. So kind of go through everyone, everyone's routines individually and then um, end up 
doing comparisons, walking around front, back, and things like that. And I was super excited. I was like, oh my god, 10 girls. Like, great, great, great. And so the posing clinic started at 12 noon. It was on a Sunday. So by 10 a.m., I had about two girls cancel on me. I left my house at like 10.30. I wanted to get there at 11 to set up, set the tape up, things like that. I even made little numbers. I took time to like make little numbers um, so that girls can like pin it on their suit or on their shorts or, or whatever so it could be replicated as much as possible as like the real stage. Um, and then as I'm driving over, I had everybody else cancel on me. So I'm driving over there and by the time I left my house to the time I got to the gym, I had gone from like a roster of 10 girls down to, I kid you not, two. So a total of eight girls had canceled on me. Some of them for legit reasons. Actually, maybe like one of them for legit reasons. And the rest were just kind of, I don't know, to me, were excuses, right? And I was bummed out. I'm getting a little bit raw here. I was bummed out. I was like pissed off. I was like, what the fuck? Like these girls told me that they were coming a week and a half ago and I'm so excited. I put up all this work, you know, for the girls to get the most out of it and just for them all to cancel. And I was really honestly just like bummed out and I kind of sat in it and I was just like was pitying myself out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, I tr- I tr- I'm trying so hard and like, I truly care so much about my, my clients, whether it is coaching clients or my posing girls. I really just want everyone to do their absolute best and to be able to be the best versions of themselves when it comes to either coaching or when it comes to posing. I want everyone to get the most out of everything I provide and learn a lot and grow and evolve and again, be the best versions of themselves. So I'm just kind of bummed. I'm like, I put up all this like work up front. You know, I made sure to like pick a day and and a time that that works for most of my my girls. And on top of that, most of the people that canceled were girls that were my own clients. So obviously I turned it into this personal thing where I was like, these girls don't want to support me. Like they don't care. I'm like, I'm putting up all this work and they just don't give a shit and like whatever. And like, I'm bummed. I'm like, what the fuck? And obviously, I made it personal. I'm just like, oh, like, I'm doing something wrong, like, whatever. And Tim calls me because I, I literally told him. I was like, no one's fucking coming. I was like, I'm just going to cancel it all. Like, no one's coming. Like, this is stupid. I wanted to line everyone up. And now there's no fucking girls. There's Right now, I, like, at that point, I had, like, two girls coming, maybe. Um, like, I'm like, that's not going to work. If it's two girls, like, it's, it's just not fucking going to work. And thankfully, there was another girl that hadn't DM'd me, a girl that was just who found out through Instagram and didn't like let me know or whatever. So that made a total of three girls. And then someone else kind of hopped in in the middle of it. So at one point we had four girls posing, Um, but girls that actually came, it was just like three. And yeah, so whatever. Let me go back to what I was saying. So Tim called me and he's like, you can't get frustrated. You can't get pissed off. Like it's just part of like business. Like it happens, like, you're just gonna have to keep trying and, like, keep showing up, like, you hear that a lot, just keep showing up, and I was like, no, I know, it's just, like, annoying, and he's like, I know, it's, like, whatever, like, it's just part of it, um, it's just part of the business, and in that moment, obviously, I was pissed off, I was frustrated, I was like, what the fuck, like, whatever, I had my moment, whatever, I was pissed off, I didn't cry or anything, don't think I cried, come on, I don't, I don't cry, um, but, yeah, so, I was just, I made it personal. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, these girls don't give a shit, whatever. But it really just isn't 
it isn't that deep. <laughs> Again, it's just part of the business. It's part of being in this industry, not even this industry, but just business in general. Like, just because I put so much of my my energy and personality and passion into it doesn't mean that someone else is going to reciprocate that. And that's something I learned really, really fast that like, I'm very, very passionate about everything I do. Like I give a hundred percent to everything. Um, and so for me not to see that reciprocated kind of like feels like a stab in the back when in reality it's like it really isn't that deep and it's not that personal. You know, some people may not feel that deeply about it or or some people just like, I don't want to say don't care enough, but like it truly, it truly is. Like some people just don't care as much as I do and that's totally fine and that's just part of the business, any business that anyone tries to run, anyone tries to start. If you're starting a business on, on whatever – like, that's obviously something that you care deeply about, something that you are passionate about and you put so much into and, like, you can't make it personal when someone doesn't reciprocate that or give that back to you. And I learned that so, so fast, especially that day where I was like, it's it's okay. Like, and then again, like, thinking about it as, like, a failure isn't right either because it isn't a failure. Like, yeah, it was like a flop. I'll say it was a flop, like kind of fell flat on its face, like whatever. Um, it was a, l- a little flop, but as long as you learn from it, it's not a failure and move forward. And I learned so much from that experience where it's like, yeah, it was a flop. Okay, whatever. But I learned that, again, it's part of the business. I can't make it personal. Like I need to separate my feelings from business. It's 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 not personal like that, but also like literally what I tangibly took from it is next time I just need to do tickets. I need to do tickets, um, non-refundable. And because again, I need, I need to value myself. I put up a lot of like upfront work and energy and, 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 and effort to create, you know, this posing clinic for girls and for my clients and things that it's like, at least if I'm not compensated for my efforts, like then truly, like if I didn't learn that, (laughs) then again, it would it would have been a failure if, if I didn't learn something. So like, yeah, next time I know for a fact I need to do non-refundable tickets or tickets where it's like you get half of your money back once you show up. You, you, like, because I don't like to fully charge my girls for a clinic, especially because like the girls that have packages with me, because I feel like that is just part of my service. Part of my service is to is to do these clinics and to get my other girls together to, you know, pose with each other. So that's another part of it. It's like maybe I could do something where if you show up like half your money, you get half the money back. But whatever, that is something I learned and I am happy it happened. Um, Again, it did like suck and I did kind of sulk for a little bit. I was like, I'm just canceling the whole thing. I'm like, everyone fucking sucks. Like no one cares. Like I put all this work forward. Like everyone hates me. Like I made it personal, but it really, it's not personal. It's business and it is what it is. And going deeper into it, like that mindset is what is required to succeed in any avenue, in any business, in any, any, um, facet of life. Like, you need to keep showing up. You have to be resilient and relentless and just keep going, keep showing up because, I've, again, I've learned quickly, like, I'm, you're gonna feel underappreciated, especially when you're working 
in an industry where it is like service based, you're going to feel underappreciated and unrecognized and like, again, unappreciated and like you care so much and that you're pouring so much energy, so much passion, so much, um, just so much of yourself into this thing, again, whether it's something service like based or, or however your business operates. Um, but being authentic and reminding yourself, always remembering your why and your passion and un, like unapologetically continuing to, to offer that passion and show that passion is going to be what brings you to success. Even when things do flop, even when things don't go the way that they're supposed to and you get frustrated and you, again, feel un- unappreciated, unrecognized, all these things like continuing to show up over and over again with that same passion, with that same drive and tenacity is going to be the only thing that keeps you driving towards success in any business sort of avenue. And that's something I learned and I've learned really, really quickly. Um, it's not it's not that deep. It's not that personal. But to be able to see that and continue to show up with that same fire, with that same drive, with that same passion and with just your same why, with that same why is going to be the only thing that brings you to success. And I'm glad that I've learned that now and not later. <laughs> like I could have easily been like, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. The first, the second thought I had after like I found out no one was coming, <laughs> well, after I found out the m- majority of the girls canceled on me, the first thought I had was everyone sucks, no one cares, and like like I put up all this work and, and everyone is just bailing on me. That's the first thought. The second thought I, I had was fuck this, I'm not doing this again. I'm not putting up all this work, all this effort just to, just to not have it reciprocated. That was my second thought where I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is stupid. These girls don't care. Um, I'm the only one that cares. That was my second thought. And if I had continued on with that thought and then again, like not had another posing clinic and not showed up, stopped showing up, that would have been a failure. That would have been me quitting. And we don't quit here because when you quit, that's when you fail. But if you keep showing up, it's something's going to click. Something's going to happen. Something's going to show. People will see your authenticity. People will see your passion. People will see your drive, your tenacity, your focus, all of that. And eventually, I will find the right people. I will find the people that are for me. And this is, again, not to knock any of my clients, obviously. A bunch of them had had true and honest, like, reasons why they couldn't show up. But, um, but yeah, that is something that I made personal when it really isn't that personal. It's not that personal. I, I just need to keep showing up and it's just part of the business. And that brings me to a t-shirt that Coronado's Clean Cuisine sells. It literally just says keep showing up and I have to get that t-shirt. They've been selling it and I just haven't gotten it yet. But but yeah, like relentlessness, resilience, even when things flop over and over again is going to be the one thing you need to be successful. Now I'm going to get into a little bit of a prep update. Um, So I'll be competing at the end of July, July 29th. Um, We can call it a warm-up show. I probably won't be at my 100% at that point, Um, but definitely need to practice show day. Definitely need to get those jitters off and 
practice show day. I mean, it's been two years since I've been on stage. So like even thinking about doing show day sounds foreign to me. Um, this year I'm doing my own tan. I, I bought DIY pro tan. Um, so that's definitely something I want to practice. I got some advice from some of the pros on how to go about the DIY pro tan, but yeah, I'll be doing that. I'll be competing July 29th and then August 12th and then hopefully by then I'm qualified and can hit North Americans which is September 2nd um so so that's the the deal some changes that we've made I think since yeah since last episode I guess um we did change up my training kind of decreased volume a bit since recovery is just not there (laughs) don't want to make myself super inflamed things like that so pulling back just a hair on training I'm still training my ass off um but not not as many sets are going to failure as prior um what else what else so at this point we're kind of just waiting for my tie-ins to be nice and etched in they're there but they're not crispy as crispy as we need them and as crispy as we'd like them um but yeah, as I mentioned earlier, fatigue is high. Um, brain fog is definitely kicking in. Um, sleep, sleep has definitely been harder, but I do supplement with THC. So yeah, I do definitely use cannabis, THC, weed, however you want to put it, to help me sleep. And that's been great. And, oh, also, I lost my period. Uh, My last period was supposed to start... I'm pulling up my little app. Last period was supposed to start June 27th, and I did not get it. So, that's sad. Um, It sucks. It's unhealthy as fuck. But, honestly, last time I lost my period was at the very, very end of my last prep. Like... I want to say three weeks out is when I was supposed to get my period and I didn't and then I just got it right after after that show um but yeah so basically the last time I actually lost my my period for like a period of time was my first prep and I think last prep I didn't lose it like actually lose it because I wasn't lean enough and like so me losing my period now I hate to say it's like a good sign but like I'm getting lean enough to the point where I'm unhealthy. My body can't reproduce. Um, but yeah, it definitely scares me though. <laughs> scares me a little bit, but it's just part of the game. Um, sucks. It definitely sucks a lot, but yeah, lost my period. What else? What else? What else? Oh, I've noticed that my nails aren't growing nearly as fast as they used to. So I get my nails done usually by three weeks they're very outgrown and look disgusting but I got them done I want to say two and a half almost three weeks ago and they they look like about what they normally would look like at like a week and a half two weeks at like two weeks yeah so my nails have definitely slowed down growing which is also weird because my nails are usually like they usually go very very fast um so that's a thing some people actually lose hair like, you know how hair, skin, and nails are, like, a thing? I think feel like my skin is also kind of dry. Um, but, yeah, I'm noticing all these, like, different things that I haven't really experienced before or haven't noticed before. And I honestly think it's because I ha- I've never been this lean. I've never actually truly been this lean. Except for, like, my first show, I want to say I probably got, like, 
a little less lean than I am now, but the the leanness that I'm at now is the leanest I've ever been in my life. Um, so I'm no- noticing all these different things in my body that I'm like, oh shit, like this is what these girls are talking about when they say whatever, when they say that their hair thins or hair falls out, whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah, what else? Oh, I got my blood's work, blood's work, my blood work back, um, which kind of corroborates everything I'm experiencing. My estrogen is very low. Obviously, my test is very low. My test has always been very, very low. Um, and everything else is okay, but estrogen and tests are obviously very low. That happens, and I do supplement with thyroid, so my thyroid wasn't technically low. Um, I am supporting it, so there's that, and what else? I think everything else was, like, pretty good. Progesterone was obviously very low, but yeah, overall, like, I read the, like, reading the blood work, you're like, oh, yeah, this girl's, like, deep in a dieting phase, like, she's lean, (laughs) so everything kind of corroborates what I'm experiencing, which all makes sense, but isn't, isn't healthy, right? Um, I am using a little natural, um, supplement to try to bring my estrogen a little bit higher because people think that estrogen is the enemy, but no, estrogen has its fat-burning effects, so, and women need it, so there's that. So hopefully we can get that to a little bit more of an optimal level. Uh, I think it came back like 22 or something, which is absurdly low. Like that is very, very low. And me, I used, I used, I had a period where I was estrogen dominant, which we fixed, got under control. Um, but yeah, so that was like pretty crazy to me. Like I think once I, a blood work came back at like 302, which is very, very high. Well, then compared to my progesterone, which was at a more optimal level, like that means estrogen dominance. But um, yeah, what else did I want to cover or talk about? Oh, and last thing, we are finally launching our website, everycalorycounts.us. I will link it below. It will be fully ready to go sometime next week, but that is very, very exciting. We have an app as well, and we're just really, really excited to be expanding Every Calorie Counts and expanding the team. Um, But yeah, if you're interested in one-on-one online coaching, whether it is lifestyle or like a competition prep, um, don't hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram, which is linked below, or DM Every Calorie Counts and let them know I sent you. Uh, Besides that, that is all for me today. I hope everyone has a great rest of your morning, day, night, whatever it is, and I'll catch you guys next week, hopefully. Hopefully I have some something to talk about next week. All right, that's it for this episode of Girl Like a Girl.